Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. A law recently signed by Governor Gavin Newsom could change the way San Diego County looks. Senate Bill 9 would allow up to four units to be built on single-family lots. Phil Molnar is the real estate reporter at the UT. Okay, Phil, explain this new law to me. Okay, it's pretty complicated, but this is the way it works. So basically, right now, you have a traditional single-family home on a lot. What Senate Bill 9 would do would allow you to change your lot considerably. You could split the lot in two, and you could either build another single-family home on that lot, or you could tear down your home and build two duplexes, or you could just build two single-family houses and put two granny flats in back. So the idea is you would take a lot that just had one home and could get it potentially up to four different units which would add to our housing supply. And the hope is that it would help affordability here in San Diego and allow more people to live in neighborhoods where they actually work. So is it actually a ban on single family homes or um, as Tucker Carlson of Fox News called it, the death of the suburbs? No, not at all for a couple of different reasons. For one, um, you can, it's still a single family lot. So if you wanted to buy a single family lot, if you're a developer or whatever, you can just get that lot or you're just a homeowner, normal person that had enough money to buy a lot in San Diego. You can still put a single family home there and no one is going to stop you. And another thing is there's a lot of big housing developers around that are still planning big projects with just single family homes. And one of the reasons for that is single family homes are our most popular home type in San Diego and across the United States. When people are surveyed, that's what they want to live in most. So developers are not going to stop building single family homes and nobody's stopping them. Okay, you talked to a lot of experts about the effect this might have in San Diego. What did they have to say? So it's sort of interesting. So there's a lot of people that are concerned that this will scale up their neighborhoods, there's not going to be anywhere to park. It's going to cause a lot of problems with resources around town. You know, how much trash needs to be picked up, the the all the traffic on the roads, all this kind of stuff. So people are worried about that. But the interesting thing is when I really broke it down and just started calling everyone about what's going to happen, one conclusion that came out that does seem quite likely is that it probably won't do much. And here's the reason. So the way the law works says a homeowner has to live on their property for three years. So you can't just sell your lot to a developer and say, hey, split it in four, I'm out of here. No, the homeowner has to stay living on the property. So when we look at that, we say how many homeowners are willing to go through this process of getting permits, splitting their lot, doing all those other kind of stuff. The other thing when you look at it is I got a few quotes on how much it would cost to build a single family house in San Diego, just from the ground up. Say you already own the land, but even if you already own the land, we're looking at about more than $500,000 just to build a single family home in San Diego. Just, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you're in Santee, you're in Hillcrest, whatever. And then you can kind of look at it more, you know, it probably, if you're say if you're going to build the most absolute basic, basic of homes, you know, it's still going to cost you like around nearly three hundred thousand dollars for a granny flat, or much more than five hundred, probably about five hundred fifty-two thousand, according to one estimate, for a seventeen hundred square foot duplex. 
Wow, 300,000 for a granny flat. I didn't expect that. All right, well, where are we expected to see the most growth? And, you know, are any areas exempt? Okay, so the crazy thing about this is we don't actually know where the density could go because it's all based on homeowners. So you could take, say, there's a random block in Chula Vista of single family homes. And for whatever reason, a bunch of people decide on that block, they're going to do a bunch of duplexes. But then you've got another block of single family homes in North Park and everybody likes their single family homes and they decide not to do it. So you don't have any idea where this is going to take place. Uh, lots of people have asked me where they're, where the density is going to go, all that kind of thing. This is totally homeowner driven. It's case to case. So it's hard to say. But what we do know right now is there's some areas that are already really dense, such as Mission Beach, Logan Heights. Coronado, technically, those places all have a lot of homes already jammed in them. So you probably wouldn't see a lot of growth there. But one thing, if you look at the market conditions for something like this, if you're going to split your lot and you need to quickly make back that 600, 700,000 you've spent on splitting your lot with the permits and building the house, it'd be most advantageous to probably build somewhere like North Park where there's a lot of demand. Whereas if you're kind of farther out in East County and you're doing something like this, it's probably gonna take you a little bit longer to recoup that investment that you've just made in that property. So there's that. And there are like a lot of exemptions that you can find. Sometimes they're kind of tricky, but one of the biggest things is if you live in a historic district and you might remember, or listeners might remember from back in 2017, it didn't seem that important at the time or that interesting maybe, but South Park, basically all of it, because of its history as a, like a railroad suburb, all of South Park is considered a historic district. So that means that you cannot do this particular lot splitting in South Park. It's only going to be single family homes. And yeah, so that that little, little news nugget back from 2017 ended up being a big deal right now. Hmm. Uh, will you talk to me about the actual number of homes that are even eligible for this in San Diego County? So the Turner Center at UC Berkeley has done some pretty fascinating research on what this law could do. They said there's about 554,000 single family lots in San Diego County. And of that, roughly 400,000 lots are eligible for lot splits. But then it looked at what areas were actually feasible, where could this take place? And they define feasibility like looking at if you could quickly sell the home, quickly rent the home. Other weird things are like geographic concerns. Is there a big hill on your lot that you can't build on? Is there already a granny flat there? Anyways, when they looked at all of that stuff, the Turner Center said that only about 54,000 lots could feasibly be split in all of San Diego County. So that's that's pretty that's only 9.7% of all single family lots. So is this the death of the suburbs? No way. Because that's if you're talking only about 54,000 lots, and then how many of those people are actually going to go through this process, we might be really surprised how few. And yeah, so that's that's the conclusion. Okay, so this law goes into effect January 1st. Um, you know, I know there were a lot of critics, a lot of people who are not happy with this decision. I mean, is this fight over or is there still discussion on it? 
You know, there's I've seen some groups trying to persuade Governor Newsom to veto it, even though he already signed it. <laughs> but I don't know. So there's a lot of outcry about what this will do, you know, and like you had mentioned, like Tucker Carlson is on, you know, a national, very popular cable news program complaining that this is going to destroy California. So I don't think it's going away. I think you're still going to see a lot of criticism of it and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, just taking it from a political stance, you know, Newsom just survived a really big recall election. And he did it handily. So I don't think there's as much pressure to reverse this law as one might think. You can find more news online at SanDiegoUnionTribune.com. I'm Christy Totten. Thanks for listening.